Are you listening to this episode on Himalaya? If you are, congratulations, because you're already using the best new podcast app out there. If you're not, well, you're a loser and missing out. So get it together. Uh, Whether you're a podcaster or a fan, Himalaya is designed with you in mind and has a ton of cool new features like curated shareable playlists and collections made just for you, along with personalized recommendations to help with content discovery. And the best part is it's super easy to use. It's definitely my favorite listening app, and I'm sure it will be yours, too. So do yourself a favor and download Himalaya today and be sure to follow my show, Worst Firsts, once you're there. Bye. Guys, welcome to Worst First. I hate the intro music. It's so bad. You can't hear it right now, but it's so terrible. It's what like is the, it like? the most uncool Why music. Why didn't you sing it? I should. I should be like, like, it would be better if I sang it, to be honest. Like, oh, it's really terrible. This is your podcast. You should choose your song. The intro music makes it seem like the podcast is about drinking tea or something. Like, the intro <laughs> music's like, It's so lame. It's so lame. <laughs> Guys, I have Melissa Villasenor yeah! here with her dog, Penny. Yeah, who Penny's is here. amazing and the yeah. cutest little puppy. I'm, if you, I love dogs. I know you do. They're, you're 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 a big dog lady. I'm like a dog lady. <laughs> I was thinking about it, like how you're playing with it right now. Yeah. I'm not at that level. Really? And I, and I kind of think like, I, I have a dog, but I don't know if I'm the dog person. You're totally... You, I can tell you're going to be one, though. You're, yeah. You're, you seem like you're there, though. You post pictures of her all the time. I do. Like, look how cute. She loves to play. My no, dogs don't play. Oh. They don't. They're like, uh, we're people. What am I? You want me to go get that? You go get it. You threw it. <laughs> like, my dogs are, like, not human. Oh, my God. So cute. Yeah. But, yeah, you needed a dog. Dogs are very. Yeah, it was my therapist. She was like, I think it's time, Melissa. And it really, once I got her. All those little silly thoughts that you kind of just throw in your brain throughout the day just evaporated. Exactly. Because I was like, there's someone that needs me, and I and I have her, she has a schedule, and it's good. And it keeps you on a schedule. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I have responsibility for something. I have to take it outside, mm-hmm. go to the bathroom, yeah. do all this stuff, feed her. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's Guys, a Melissa's on SNL. I know you probably already know that right now. She's killing it right now. I've known you for years. I know. I've known you since Unknown Theater days. <sighs> Do you remember the Unknown Theater? Yes. That's a very long time ago. Oh. That was like really, 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 really long time ago. Ten years ago, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, but you know what's so crazy is you've been talented for so long, and I remember all your impressions are so good. She does, like, she can literally be anyone. You could come up to her and be you, and she could imp- do an impression of you, and it'd be spot on. And I remember watching you, America's Got Talent. Remember you were on yeah, that? Yeah, And I remember seeing you on there, and I was like, she's too good for this show. And I was like, Lauren Michaels <laughs> needs to call her. Like, you shouldn't even... I- Did you have to audition for SNL? Oh, yeah, yeah. But... You know, you truly, shouldn't have had to. No, no, no. You're so good. No, I understand. Thank you. But, but it, it I'm really. All mad. I'm like, let's call Lauren right now. Why'd you make her audition? I'm just kidding. Truly, it every when I look back, I'm like, every step was needed. Really? Everything was needed. There was okay. no rush because it's a really tough show. It's yeah. I, I had and John I, Rudnitsky here at like a, oh, yeah. a week ago, and he was he's on there for a second, and yeah. he was telling me how hard it is. It's just, I mean, it's more mentally exhausting. Yeah, like, yeah. Why didn't this work? Oh, why is you know? It's just this like little battle in yeah. in your head. Yeah. No one's cruel. It, it's just it all makes sense, but it's yeah, it's a lot exhausting. of work. Yeah, it's but a I, lot of work. But I'm like surprised, you know, like I could, I could do it. 
I'm in the show and I, I and I can handle it. And, and you're great on the show. Thanks. And I see you on there and I'm like, Thanks. oh my God. Like, I'm yeah. so proud of you. Thanks. I really am. Like, it's just amazing to see people grow. You know what I mean? Especially people yeah. you've known forever. And like, just to see you on there killing it and you're, you sing on there. The like Lady Gaga thing yeah. and like all the, like you're- You sing too. I do, but you're like, come on. Like, you're saying you draw. We do like we're very similar like that. But yeah, like, I, I I loved it when you started sharing your art. I re- know not too long. Uh, I don't know. Recently. I shared it a little bit, and then I and then some people were like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, I "I'm know. fine." Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why that. I made a separate art account. You I know. should do that. Too. I should do that too. Yeah, because then those followers will understand. Like, oh, this is like a different, different little side of you. Yeah, and I yeah, and everyone has like, a different it's okay, side. Melissa. I'm like, no, no, no. You don't understand. Some things I just make a list of ideas. I get to them when I get to them. But I'm really happy. I know. You're like, I'm, I'm fine. You're like, I'm doing great. So, yeah, I mean, I can draw weird shit. it always shit. makes me feel better, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people Doesn't don't it? realize how cathartic it is to draw. Even if you're not, like, a great artist, I've, I always tell people, just draw. <laughs> the squeakies are I know, right? I right? The whole podcast, people are like, Everyone's like, I'm unsubscribing. What the hell is going on here? There's fart noises in the background. Okay, so you know this podcast is about worst firsts. So this is about like any worst experience you've ever had, whether it be like a date or a job or like some people have told like drug trips. There's been so many. Anything that's been that you were like, oh, my God, this is terrible. I I started doing this podcast because I'd been on so many bad dates, like so many bad dates. I was like, I can't believe it. I can tell stories about how bad these dates are. Man. See. I didn't do my homework. Oh, I should have thought okay. about like what worse first for me. Um, have you been dating? Yeah. Kind of. Kind of, but it seems like they're just meetings, you know? Oh, my God. They're general meetings. General you're meetings? Like, so, uh, what's your name, and uh, what are we trying to accomplish here? And then you realize, oh, there's no connection, so it just ends. Oh, no. I, How I, do you meet people? I feel like Raya app is the only way yeah, to go meet people. Yeah. Truly, no one approaches me. I know, I know that, I hate I, that, but I know I'm. I think about my daily schedule. I'm like, oh, it's because I'm either at shows or work, and then I go home. So it's clearly you don't I, have time. I don't go out to places to s- socialize and stuff. So that's right. on me. Right. Um. But I love being home. You know. Being Why can't home you just is meet great. someone at home. <laughs> Guys, go meet Melissa at her house. We're going to list her address in the It'll bio. It'll be like Mary Poppins, a line of men outside. <laughs> and you're just like re- yeah. re- turning them down, just like de- deciding whether you like them or not. Penny has to approve as well. I love that. You know what? That's good, though, because you're focusing on you. No. No. So you've been doing your worst first. So, yeah, just anything bad. I'm sure you've had like an, a bad experience where you're like, oh, my God, this was terrible. You're like, I've had a great life. I've never had anything bad happen to me. That's amazing. No, I but there has to be. Maybe something will, will pop up. Pop if up. We okay. Talk so about let's stuff. let's talk about uh you right now. You're doing stand up. You're on summer break from SNL, right? Yes. How long are you on break for? Um till late September. Till late we September. We go back, I think, late September. Okay, okay. So you get like a couple months off. Yeah, it's like a school year, summer break. Wow. And, and then I'm you just... go back to school. Yeah. Wow. And then you have a place in New York. Mm-hmm. And you have a place here. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. So you're like, I got to come back to L.A. You don't want to stay in New York for the summer. Well, yeah. And it's just all my friends. Most of my friends are here in my family. So 
You're like, stay here. Don't do that. No, no, no. Here's your stick. You want your stick? <laughs> She's so cute. Aww. She's just a puppy. How old is she? She's almost seven months. Have you had any crazy experiences with Penny? Oh, yeah. I'm so sick of people. <laughs> oh, my God. Coming up to me and saying, well, first of all, most of the questions are, how old are. Uh, She's gonna be big. Oh, they say paws. that. They say that. I'm like, she's all her adult teeth. I went to the vet today. Adult teeth are all in. Yeah, she's grown up. She's pretty much grown. She might this fill in a little bit, but yeah, I'm sick of the. They think she's gonna be bigger Man, than this. So many people have been. She needs a harness. Oh, she needs. They all want to tell me what to do. I'm like, why don't dog. you mind your own beeswax, <laughs> buddy? <With the> <laughs> <laughs> they tell you what to do with her? Yeah, it's been men, too, that have been... I'm not saying men. I, I, I'm i not going to scold anyone. But, yeah. Stupid men. No, no, no. <laughs> with I your stupid men. flailing penises. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that's so funny. So people just randomly come up to you and they'll tell you what to do with your dog? Yeah. Do you take her to the dog parks? Yes. And does she play good with other dogs? Oh, yeah. She, she loves it. loves running. Yeah. She's a runner, all right. She is. She likes to run. Would she run away if you open the door? No. She she's already... She's attached to where... I mean, I'll, if she sees something, a squirrel or something excites her, she probably would bolt for it. Really? But she is good about just following me around. I actually used to take my dogs to the dog park all the time. And then my, I was there one time, and this lady had her dog, and she was like, oh, my dog's here, but like, don't put your dogs too close to my dog. Don't put your dogs too close to my dog. And we're like, okay, it's a dog park. Like, Dogs are going to do what they want to do. And she's like, oh, no, my dog has ringworm. You just make it. And I'm like, why are you bringing your dog to the dog park when it has freaking ringworm yeah. on its stomach? Ooh. Yeah. No. And like, it, like she, she, I was like, what? And then I like never took my dogs to the dog park again. Because yeah. it was like this lady just brought her dog to the dog park because she's like, oh, he wants to have fun, but he has ringworm. So just don't. <laughs> don't take care like, of that. It's like, like, can you just like cure your dog before you like bring it to the dog park and expose all the other dogs to ringworm? Like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. awful. Do you get hit on at dog parks? Do guys ever come up to you and try to hit on you? No, because I look, uh, this is great. This is good. This is getting my brain going okay no because i usually am half asleep you are yeah my hair's a mess i got no makeup because she needs to go and play so i don't think about my looks and appearance yeah. before bolting out the door it's all about your child it's been zero yeah, yeah. i'm a mother yeah <laughs> i'm a mother my child comes first yeah yeah you have like one eyeball hanging out you're like yes the penny must go to the dog park um so yeah, you get there I haven't had people sometimes recognize me which is nice yeah yeah i haven't because usually I'm in, like, loungewear. I'm in, dead. like, just dead. <laughs> You're, like, yeah. real loungewear. I mean, really. Just pajamas, yeah. like, just ripped <laughs> up. Like, just, like, haven't showered in three months. Like, That's none of the riot dates have been working out. You're like, I just stay in my home with Penny and draw. I love it. That's great. I wanted to tell you, worst first, I thought of an audition that I had. Oh, my God, for what? I don't remember what it was, but it was, it was like, when I was beginning, 20 was years horrible. old, 21. Yeah. And I, I was so nervous, and uh -huh. I was dressed up for the part, you know. And uh -huh. once I got in the room, immediate nerves, and I, and I, I had to keep looking at the paper. And then the casting director started to look out the window. <gasps> and I was shattered. While you were auditioning, yeah. that is so rude. Yeah. 
ew. But, you Were know, you like, hello, over here? No, I was bad. I don't blame <gasps> yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was real bad. But that was just the beginning. The beginning. That's what happens in the beginning. We've I all know. been there. Is it? It's so nice to get to that place of... <sighs> It doesn't matter anymore now, kind of. Like, you've already made it. You're on SNL. Like, I wouldn't even care if I were you. I'd be like, whatever. Who cares? Like, I have a job. I have a career. I know what I'm doing. Like, I have a steady career right now. You're doing great on there. Oh, thanks. Isn't that so funny? I know. It is really cool to see the process. Like, even general, sometimes I'll still go on meetings. Yeah. But it's nice now. It's like, oh, it's hanging out. Yes. Like, it's, I could curse now. And And it's more chill. And it's not like where I was... I've been working on this. Yeah. And I've, been, I've been prepping. Um, yeah, I just live in LA. And um, do you want to see my portfolio? <laughs> I have a portfolio fork. Um, I can play my reel. I brought my laptop. Do you want to? Do you have five seconds? No, you don't. Okay, you do. You don't. You do. You don't. You do. <laughs> no, I know. I know how you feel. It's so nice. I don't even take general meetings anymore. I mean, I stopped because I have too much anxiety to drive on the freeway sure. from Calabasas. It's yeah. stressful. Well, and you're then, in the Calabasas. I'm in Calabasas now, and so I would get to the general meeting. By the way, congrats for you and Tommy. Oh, thanks. I got married. I know, right? You know, there was one show I did in some backyard in Silver Lake, or or, I don't know, somewhere off Hyperion. Yeah, and uh, he was there hanging with his pals. This was I I don't know. It was definitely like 2016 or 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really. It was like a brunch show. Oh my god! And it was so fun. But I met him there, and I took a pic with him. That is so yeah. funny. I know. What a small world. I know. I love it. I can't believe he went to Silver Lake. He, like, barely likes going anywhere. That's so funny. I'm like, babe, can we go down the street to the grocery store? He's like, no, it's just Postmates it. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, isn't it funny how lazy everyone's become? Like, I we know. don't have to leave our homes. I know. There's no reason. Food, groceries, you can post, you can Postmates like a hammer. Like, it's like you don't need to get anything. It's kind of crazy, actually, to be honest. Um, Thank you for taking care of her. Oh, no, I love her. Look, she likes her stick. She just needs something to chew on. Just the dogs, they love yeah. to chew everyth- everything. Does she chew your furniture? Well, I, I have her in her crate. Oh, at nighttime? She doesn't sleep with you? No, no, no. She at sleeps she with sleeps me. With you, but... uh, definitely, I'm cuddling. But when you... but, but when I, like, need to run somewhere, go to the gym, that's mainly when I put her in her crate. Right, right, right. I totally feel you. And she'll go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, she's great, dude. I love her. She's which shelter did you get her from? You said best friends adoption. Where's that? Um, th- I don't. I need a f- actually. I I want. I've been meaning to go to their hub. Uh huh. Is that what you call it? Where's their the hub? center? Here it's somewhere in, in LA? LA, and then they have one in New York. Best too. friends adoption. Yeah, they have cute dogs, guys. She's really mm-hmm. cute. Shout out to best friends adoption. They save them and take care of them. And, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I they love found that. her in East LA or something when she was like tiny. Just a puppy. In January or something. Or in East little, LA. Little, little. And then I sent, they sent me photos. Because I told them, I was like, I'm looking for a dog, but definitely for, for summer break, I want to get her. And then they sent me pics of her in February. And I was like, I Who gotta gets get rid her. of their dogs? Like, isn't that so sad? I don't I, I just don't get it's it. It's awful. I could never, or like abandon a dog. I have a worse first dog story, but I'm like, it's really sad. Oh, no. I don't know if you want to hear it. It's kind of sad. Have you shared it yet? I haven't. It's really, 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 really sad. Uh-oh. Um, so I was driving to visit my step-grandparents in Whittier. They lived in Whittier. Do you, you know, know I'm parents? from Whittier, You're from right? Whittier, yeah, 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 yeah. So they lived in Friendly Hills. Yeah, that's where I'm from. Oh, my God. You know Friendly Hills? Yeah. Oh, my God. My step-grandparents live there. Oh. 
Man, Brittany. Isn't that crazy? We gotta go to Uptown Whittier. I know. We gotta get down to Whittier, guys. <laughs> Come on down to Whittier. Whittier's where it's at. Um, no, but this is actually really sad because you know how like when you drive to Whittier, you kind of have to drive through like more of like it's kind of a little bit of a tough area before mm-hmm. you get to Whittier. So I don't know what did you call that East LA, right? Like kind of. If you, uh, well, like Pico Rivera. Or, yeah, like are you I don't know, like streets. Or? Streets. So yeah, I'd like take like probably. streets through to get to Whittier yeah. and it was like it's just you get through kind of a tough area and I was visiting my step grandparents in Whittier and I was driving home one night with my boyfriend at the time this was years ago and I see a pit bull running across the street oh, no. and this giant truck comes and just hits him right in front of oh. us right and I'm like oh my god pull over pull over pull over the guy just kept driving and the pit bull's laying there in the middle of the road, dying, and he's crying. And he, when I went up to him, he's wagging his tail. It was so sad. I'm so sorry, you guys. I'm sharing this story. It's so awful. Um, and no, I remember, I was too. like, yeah, like you need to, like it was awful. So I remember I was like screaming for help. I was like, someone help, like, because I don't. I wish there was a number for dogs, you know, that you could call. Like, there's a nine one one for humans. But yeah, isn't there? I think there is something now, but I don't know if there was then. And I was like looking on my phone. You know, I had a razor. It was like, you know, how oh, do you, you don't even have like internet service? Yeah. Like, how do you even help? You know, I was just like screaming for help. I didn't even know who would help. You know, and this guy comes out on his porch in his flip flops and socks and like sh- sh- you know basketball shorts, and he's like this like total cholo dude, and he has a gun, and he goes, hey. And I look over and he has his gun and he goes, if you don't shut the fuck up, I'm going to make you shut the fuck up. And I was like, he's like, who cares? No one cares. He's dead. And I was like, oh, oh, my God. Isn't that so horrible? And I had to leave the dog there. And I remember like I was crying, like devastated. And I and I told my boyfriend at the time, I was like, we need to, you know, call someone or something. But like at that point, like I knew he was going to die because he was already like, you know, it was horrible. But it was like. Can you believe that? Isn't Mm-mm. that so awful? Yeah. Jesus. Really, really messed up. I, I would like to know a number. Maybe your fans will tell me. Yeah, guys, leave a com- Yeah, leave um, a com- leave in the comments if you guys know the number for people to call if you find a dog that's hurt. Like I'm I'm friends with Animal Hope and Wellness. You know them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They like save all the dogs like in China and stuff like that. Oh like from the dog yeah, meat yeah. festivals. So I have their like direct contact and they've been really helpful. I like saved a rat the other week. <laughs> I like found a little rat and he was like so cute. And he like ate some rat you poison. You he he read it to eat. And he was just sitting there and he was so cute. And everyone was like, ew, you're saving a rat. But he was like adorable when I showed pictures of him. And they were like, oh, he's really cute. And they like detoxed him and like released him in the mountains. They're like amazing. Wow. Yeah. My girlfriend Michaela and I were, um, we were we were coming uh, home from something and we were driving past her house and we saw a cat that got hit by a car. Like, why is this? Why does this happen to me? Anyway, I keep seeing these animals. Maybe because God knows I'll help them. Who knows? But we get out of the car and the cat had been hit by a car and it's like half of its face was falling off. It was so awful. And Michaela picks it up and we go to we take it to an emergency vet. And I get to the emergency vet and they're like, there's like literally like a 5% if that chance of this cat surviving, even littler. And they're like, do you want to do whatever, you know, you have to do? And I was like, sure. And I called Animal Hope and Wellness and told them and they totally stepped in and like paid for everything and took care of the cat. And guess what? The cat freaking lived. Whoa. The cat lived with like half of its face was hanging off. They put the face back on. They patched its eye up and now it's like going to be fine. 
Isn't that so crazy? I gotta follow them too. Yeah, they're great. They're really great people. Like it's actually kind of amazing. Not to get everybody all depressed. I'm like, wow, way to take it down, Brittany. <laughs> way to take it down to Sad Town. What have other podcast episodes you've done where uh, people talk about worse first? People talk about like bad job experiences. Like, what did you do before you did comedy? Um, you worked at Forever Twenty One. Yeah, I worked. At I Forever remember 21. that at the Grove. Yeah, I've seen. I saw you there, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh my God, Melissa!" And you're like, "Tops are two for twenty four over here. Kill me!" Oh my God, did you like it? Okay. Um, no, I, but I, <laughs> I didn't like when people would. By the way, it was such a small Forever Twenty One, and they would pack on the clothes on a, a rack, and uh -huh. the hangers would eventually start going up like this yeah stuffing and they're like stuff like, them in there yeah and then no one can even look at anything pull one out and then the whole mess and i go oh, i just fixed that um <laughs> what a fucking nightmare <laughs> god thank god you're on snl now <laughs> screw you forever 21 get out of here no, i'm just kidding i remember that it was at the grove forever 21 grove. at the grove yeah oh my god i remember seeing you there and i was like no 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 she's like i'm i'm an odd one though because i actually there's something about some part-time jobs i enjoy really yeah where, where else like did you i go? worked at marie calendars oh my the first pie job. place yeah that was my oh first my god job. i would have gotten so and fat. i just yeah i i was like 19 and i just loved i would make the whipped cream in the oh. back and then i would put the whip the pies and then put them in the fridge and i was that like was so soothing really yeah did you love it i loved it so that you had that was a good job did you ever have a bad job where you were like this is the worst job You're like, I've had nothing worse than terrible. <laughs> I think for 21 might have been. Yeah. I think so. Because literally you'll clean up a whole rack of things and then someone just comes and just like yeah. fucking knocks it And over. I remember working Christmas Eve uh -huh. and I was so bummed because my family, that's our night. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's a yeah. Mexican family no, thing. No, it's like Italian, like all, all, all ethnicities. Oh, you're, Eve, you're, Italian. you're Italian. Yeah, so, so we get it. Isn't Christmas yeah. Eve kind Big of a... deal, yeah. Okay. Deal. Yeah, for us, it's like, that's the night. Yeah. And I got home so late, everyone left. Because we worked tonight, oh. and oh. I was like, no. On Christmas Eve. I know. Okay, guys, whatever, fucking... Okay, fucking bah humbug forever 21. <laughs> like, way to have a heart. Yeah. So you like, did to work on Christmas Eve? Yeah. Did you ever have anybody be really mean to you when you were there? Like, I need, you know, customers. I need a There was one lady. She had a real fancy juice, okay? A real fancy juice? Yes. And okay. she left it on the counter at the cashier. So I was like, well, it was no one's. To, no one claimed it. So I tossed it in the trash. Right, right. The lady came back in. She's like, I left my juice here. And I was like, oh, I tossed it. She's like. That was a $20, like, she got, got all mad. I was like, well, that's your fault. <laughs> you're like, first of all, who pays $20 <laughs> for a juice? Second of all, if you're going to do that, <laughs> treat it like your child and don't leave it on the freaking <laughs> counter, dude. Like, who does that? That's so ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. Ew. I know. I oh, like, what a brat. So what happened? Did she make you guys give her, like, a $20 tank top or what? Did you have to pay for another juice? Oh, no, no. And that was the thing. Forever 21 didn't give... Uh, they wouldn't reimburse. It was either exchange or yeah, you don't get refunds. No, yeah. no refunds. No money there. back. Oh my god, was that a nightmare all that, the time? Yeah, a lot of people I think got mad, but it's like, whatever, dude. You're paying four ninety nine for a whole yeah. outfit. Like, get over it. Oh, so crazy. Says take a break whenever <laughs> possible. <laughs> I love you. Okay, so guys, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll be right back with Melissa Villasenor on Worst First. I forgot the name of my show for a second. On Worst First.
Guys, we are back with Melissa Villasenor. If you haven't already uh, listened to the first part, which I'm sure you did because you wouldn't have gotten to the second part if you didn't listen to the first part. Hey, was but, there like an infomercial right now? Yeah, there was an infomercial. A bunch of ads. I don't even know what they were. <laughs> hopefully they were good and entertaining and hopefully we didn't lose you on those. And uh, we're back with Melissa. She's on SNL. She's killing it right now. I'm so proud of her. Came all the way from Forever 21 to SNL. <laughs> From the hard streets of Forever 21 oh, to yeah. SNL. I am so proud of you. Pretty and you're from Whittier. Thanks. Yes. Which is Whittier. so crazy. And I, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you, did you know, there's like a little, there's like a weird story kind of my, so my step grandparents live in Friendly Hills, which you know what that is. Yes. It's like this kind of like nice area in Whittier. It's really cute. And so one of the beach boys. Penny. Like, no. Oh, hey. Penny's eating trash. Penny. Get over here, Penny. You little rabble rouser. Um, she's a puppy. It's okay. Um, so Penny just ate an entire Sit. tree branch. In case you guys Sit. were wondering what she was chewing Stay. on, she ate an entire tree Stay. branch. Um, so my 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 step grandparents live in Friendly Hills, and they lived down the street from one of the Beach Boys. Did you know that one of the Beach Boys bought I a think, house in no. Friendly Hills? Yeah, he had lived there. Oh, Isn't that so cool. crazy? And then, so that makes me think of the whole thing, like you know that uh that new Quentin Tarantino movie's coming out that's about. The Manson Murders. Do you know about that? Have you heard about that? It's called like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It has Brad, oh, Brad Pitt yes. in it and like uh, Margot Robbie, kind of stoked about that Leonardo one. DiCaprio. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. I'm super excited for it. But did you know? Did you know the whole reason why that happened with like Sharon Tate and everything? Did you know? No. So Charles Manson, the murderer, wanted to be a musician. He wanted to be like a rock and roll musician. That was mm-hmm. like his goal, right? And he used to play with the Beach Boys. Yeah, and so their producer met him, and he was trying to get a deal with the producer, and apparently, like, their producer, like, rejected him, and he was so mad about it for years that the house that Sharon Tate and, um, what's the director's name, uh, Roman Polanski, were married and lived in this house, that was the producer's house, the Beach Boys producer's house, okay? But he had moved, and so when... Charles Manson told his cult to go to that house and kill all those people. He thought it was because that's where that producer still lived. But it happened to be, all right, uh, Penny's playing beer pong. It's great. Um, It happened to be the house that now Sharon Tate lived in and the producer had moved away. And then that's how she ended up getting killed. Isn't that so crazy? And all those people ended up getting murdered for no reason because he had thought that the Beach Boys producer guy still lived there. Is that so messed up? Did you know that little piece I didn't of history? Know any of that. Yeah. No, you're filling me in. It's very dark. I'm into weird dark stuff. But kind of, yeah. I, I actually, the whole uh, I went to Arizona this past week and I drove, um, uh-huh. and I listened to the "To Live and Die in L.A." podcast. How's that? Oh, spooky. Is it? Yeah. What's it about? A gr- an actress that moves here and she's here for like a little over a year, and they had her and her boyfriend. We're just, I mean, she gets she gets killed. Is it a true story? It's a true story, and they go through all of it. So to live and die in L.A., is that a podcast? Inspiring where, actors. Wow. Everyone okay. just leaves my podcast and goes and listens to that. <laughs> they're, like, no, they're like, that sounds I'm way not, more interesting no, than no, this no, podcast. No, no, I love it. Stay, stay no, focused. No, 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 no. That sounds very cool. So that that podcast they talk about. But, but meaning I, why I brought it up is like I get why it's, it's just in, interesting and intriguing to listen to that stuff and to learn about. Stories. It's actually so crazy, and I, I almost have to stop like listening to that stuff and reading the news because then I get like paranoid. Do you ever get like paranoid about stuff? Yeah. Do, you, do you ever read about like a health thing that happened to somebody, yeah. and then you think you have it or it's going to happen to you? Yeah. 
Like I was reading, I was reading the stupid Daily Mail today, which is the worst junk. tabloid junk magazine ever. But I was reading it, and it was like this lady, this old lady, was walking on the beach, and she, she, it was in Florida, like Tampa or somewhere, right? She's walking on the beach with her family, and she fell into like a a, a hole in the beach and like cut her leg, right? Oh, no. And it was just a little cut, and. Then, like, a couple days later, she started feeling really sick. And they took her to the hospital and found out that she had necrotizing fasciitis. Do you know what that is? No. It's a bacteria that, like, you can get from just getting cut. And the weirdest thing is, the sad thing is, she, like, went and got, she got cut. And then she went to the doctor and got a tetanus shot. She did everything she needed to do, right? You know, because she didn't know what she got cut on, you know? And she ended up getting necrotizing fasciitis. And her skin, it just basically is a bacteria that gets inside your body and just starts eating your body away. And then, like, a week later, she died just from tripping on the beach. And I'm like, now I'm, like, I'm already such a paranoid person. Like, I read those stories, and I'm like, I can't. Like, I can't can't do this. I can't watch the news. I can't listen to these stories. Like, it's too much. It's a lot. And I'm, like, putting it on my audience. I'm like, now you guys know that story, (laughs) and now you're going to be paranoid. Uh, Just like me. It's great. Yeah, it's a lot. It's very, it's, you know, I personally always think I'm dying. That's, like, my problem. There's times when I'm tired where I'll think, what if I just collapse on the floor? Yeah. Do you ever get sometimes scared when I'm... you perform? Are you ever afraid, like, oh, my God, what if I just died right now? <laughs> sometimes I'll think, if I'm really exhausted and I'm performing, I'll think, like, what if I just fall right now? Yeah. Because it's just... Man. Do you get nervous before you perform? Um, No, I'm just more in my head of, like, oh, I want to work on this new bit. No, I don't. Not anymore. Did no. you ever? Oh, yes, yes. You used to? Yes. How long did it take you to grow out of that? I mean, I think just this... I love her. I just think this whole time. I think SNL probably helped me. Like, everything else is easier. Yeah. Were you nervous when you first got to SNL? Yeah. You were really nervous. I was pretty nervous. But everyone was really nice and welcoming? Yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of work, right? It, it's like trying to find friends, too. It's like being a new kid at a school and then trying to find friends. Yeah. That's the big feeling, I think. And learning the show, how it works. You have to write sketch ideas, right? Yeah, and it's kind of... I mean, I feel like now I I, I have friends that I love writing with. Yeah. So now it kind of is... Easier. Easier yeah. with... I'll just be like, oh, I have this idea, or I, I experienced this. Uh, maybe I could talk about some different dates as first worst maybe yeah could that be possible yes um but yeah anyway snl yes i usually just come to writers and i'll say like oh i you know i went on a i met up on a date at this musical and the guy that he came in late right uh-huh and he had a big fluffy hair and he sat next to him he was like smell the weed and you know it was just like i was like oh this guy's gonna be trouble oh. <laughs> The weed smoker is going to be trouble. <laughs> oh my god! And that musical was happening, and the girl had a big number. Her, she was like, ah, <laughs> and then he goes, yeah, girl. And I was like, no, you don't do that at a Broadway show. <laughs> he did that on a Broadway show. <laughs> this was your date? Yeah, just some dude I met there from Raya, I think. Oh my God! He was like, and "We're gonna meet so at a Broadway musical in the middle of the musical. <laughs> I'm gonna come in late, high as fuck, and I'm gonna shout at the stage." Oh my God! Were you so embarrassed? Yeah. And what did you do? Were you like, "Get out of here, guy"? No, I think I I don't say anything. I think I just kind of do this mm, <laughs> this little <laughs> sound. He's like, "Are you okay?" You're like, "Ah, ah." 
And it's so funny. You go on a date and you know within a couple minutes of like, I want out. Yes. I want to go. Get me out of here. <laughs> how do I get out of here? Oh my God. How do you do it? Tell me what you do. Cause I, I've I done this I don't know. Before. I wish I'm, I'm, I hope to get to that place of like, look, I already am feeling this vibe. Like, hope you don't mind. I, I don't think I feel much here and I'm going to split. You have a great day. Can you just do that? Or do you have to yes. push through? You've been pushing through. I've been pushing through. I've been nice, but it hurts my face to smile and I just need to just say no. You're like, I just want to leave. You're like, get me out of here. This sucks, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've actually come up with a way to do this. Okay. You text one of your girlfriends. Okay. If you're on a date. You text one of your girlfriends and you text her, call me right now and pretend that you just broke up with your boyfriend crying and I'll put you on speaker. Maybe I'll just have to do that with you. Yeah. I'll be the girl. Yeah. Oh my God. Melissa, can you talk? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Brittany. And they're like, and the guy's like, she's a really bad actress. I'm like, hey buddy, I heard that. I heard you're a weed smoker. You shut up. Okay. You pothead. Don't yell at people during shows. Um, No, but I'll totally do that for you. Like, Melissa, oh my God, can you come over? I'm just like really going through it right now. Like you just have your girlfriend say something like that and you're like, oh my God, what's wrong? You're like, it's really private. I need, I just, you know, I have to tell you, like just something, whatever. I have my, I had my one girlfriend, Michaela, call me during a date, like this kind of situation. Yeah. Where the guy had, I call gay voice. Do you know what that is? Yes. And I've gone on those too. Which is the worst. And I'm not saying, no offense to, okay. So we're not offending gay people. This is not about gay people. It's about, Straight guys who, for some reason, they don't know it. They don't know it, but they're like, oh my gosh, like, it's so nice to meet you. And they're like more feminine than I am. So, like, maybe it's just like femme voice is <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. They, it, yeah, maybe it's the ones that, you know, have sisters or they're yes. ra- like close with their mothers. <sighs> yeah. And I feel like, I mean, listen to my voice. It has so <sighs> much power in there. And I, it feels really tough. It's a tough thing. <gasps> You're like, I'm a solid baritone. <laughs> like, real. I can't be talking like this. <laughs> if you're going to talk like this. Ah! <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. There was a date I went on, not like, I think late May in New York, and he had that. And I was just like, come on, it buddy. Sucks. Figure this out, please. It's weird. It's weird. And like, they're like acutely feminine. And like, that's fine, but that's right. not my type, right? Because I'm already kind of manly, and I'm like a... Yes. A gr- 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 I'm a gruff yes. girl. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. I can't have a guy who's like more delicate than me. No. Because right? then I, I have the instinct of like, well, I just, I, I'm, I'm going to beat you up. Yeah. I, I mean, not in a, that way, but I, I mean, it's just like, yeah, there's just too much uh, power. I, it almost like I know I need someone more masculine yes, than me. Yes, more masculine. Yes. Super more, masculine. More alpha than me. I actually got to a point where it was happening to me so much that I was like wanting to hear people on the phone before I met with them. You know what? That's not a bad. I, a I FaceTime. did that one time. I, I've gone on plenty of Raya dates. Look yeah. at me go. Yeah. But I. But yes, I FaceTime once with a dude and I was like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. I can hear the way you he talk talks. Yes. And how it flows a little bit. See your cute face. Yeah. And, um, and if there's some kind of con- like easy connection than that, that makes that's just better. It's such a big deal, the voice. And I hate to say that to be no. like an asshole, no, but it's but true. It's, the yeah. voice is such a big deal. And I'm sure guys feel that with me if they didn't know how I sounded. They probably saw my photos like, and then they're like, oh, and in person, like, hey, I'm Melissa. <laughs> they know I'm, I'm Melissa. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> like, and you, they expect you to be like, hi, I'm Melissa. <laughs> I play with Barbies in my spare time and make pie. Yeah. 
Yeah. God, people have said that to me too. People have said that I have a deep voice too sometimes. Like they're like, oh, her voice is much deeper than I thought it would be. And when you really want something yeah. too, it gets you. Yeah. Even. You're like, Melissa, do my podcast. <laughs> I was like, Melissa, do my freaking podcast. Yeah, like really deep. Right. So, no, but I, like, so the, this is what happened. I was texting this guy, uh, and it was on Raya, mm-hmm. and messaging back and forth, and the conversation was so good. And I was like, oh my God, I actually really like him. Like, the, the, the texting was really yeah. good. Yeah. And I thought, oh, like, you know, we totally get along. Everything's great. Like, I'm going to be totally into this guy. He was a model, so handsome. And I'm sorry, you guys, if I've told this on the podcast before. Yeah, yeah. So, I make a plan for him to come to my house, which was the worst idea. Like, meet at a public place, you know what yeah. I mean? But I just felt so close with him because I'd been texting him for so long, and, like, he seemed really cool, and he was really hot. And I was like, yeah, just come over to my house. Like, we'll hang out. It'll be great. And he comes over, and I answer the door, and he goes, Brittany? No! And I'm like, no! I wish, right? Like, I looked, like, different or something. But, yeah, literally, Brittany, oh, my gosh. Hi, girl. No. Hi, girl. Gives me a hug. Kiss on the cheek. Totally, like. It's so confusing. Like, I was, like. And it's so. I feel shallow. But it's also, like, I just couldn't. Like, I just. He was more feminine than I was. And he crossed his legs. And he was, like, so, tell me, like, what's going on? Like, what's up? How was your day? And I'm, like, oh, my gosh. Like. I can't do this. So that's when I used the text, get me out of here. Oh, I texted, okay. I sat on the couch within five minutes. I texted my girlfriend, Michaela, and I was like, call me right now crying and pretend that you broke up with your boyfriend. And I have to go get, save you because like, I'm on the worst, like I have to get this guy out of here. <laughs> so I talked to him for like 15 minutes and like, it was like, it was like, like the worst. Yeah, he's like, this place is great. Can I try on your tube tops? This is a great tube top. Can I try it on? Um, no, but he was so feminine, like like really feminine, just so feminine. Even the way he like drank the drink that I gave him, I was like, oh my god, I can't, right? I know. He's like, I'll just have a glass of wine. He's like holding it like this, and I was like, oh my god, like I can't do this. You know what I mean? I'm drinking like a beer, you know, or nothing. But so I call her, and she calls me, and she's like, I put her on speakerphone, but like who does that? You know what I mean? But I did, and I was like, oh, it's my friend Michaela. She's really funny. Listen, I like put her on speakerphone. She's like, Brittany. I just broke up with him. Can you come over? Like, she did it so good. She did it. She killed it. Like, sounded really sad. And he was like, oh, my God. He's like, should we go? No. And I was like, no. I'll just go. I'll handle it. I can handle it. I'll go by myself. And uh, I'll handle it. She doesn't (laughs) like strangers. So I, like, totally kicked him out and then, like, never talked to him again. And he kept messaging me and was like, are you okay? Like, when are we hanging out again? Hey, hello. And I was like, oh, my God. I know. Yeah, that that there was a guy that the recent girl voice guy yeah, that yeah. I went out with. He went with me. I, I brought him to this this concert. This band I love, Japanese House, the Japanese oh, cool. House. She's really great. Um, and he went with me, and I was like, "There's this constant feeling in my soul, like you could have just gone alone, Melissa. Yeah. You love this artist so much, you'd be so happy alone." And um, but he was near me, and he's like. You know? No, and I was like, oh. "You're like, don't touch me." <laughs> it's and then I'm kind of like figuring out how to, you know, make the signs <laughs> that you're not interested. Not interested, buddy. Yeah, you just pat him on the head. Good, <laughs> good job. <laughs> yeah, that's great. You're a great guy. See you later. Oh, so how so do you much. end? The, how do you end it? Like, do they try to kiss you? 
No, I think I have clear energy. Unless if you don't read the. Also, it's people's fault for not reading energy well. I'm really in tune with it. I can get a sign. Yes. But some people don't. But yeah, he didn't kiss. And he even didn't walk me to the subway or anything. I was like, fine, good, yeah, 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 go, go. Get out of here. Yeah, right. and it was starting to rain. I was like, I'm fine walking in the rain. Yeah, you're like, don't <laughs> touch me. Don't come near me. Take your oh, girly man. voice and get away from me. <laughs> like, I know. Isn't it sad, though? It's, it's, it's tough. But you're actually so content alone. I am fine. And I, mean, I love that. And I know that sometimes, you know, I want to hook up and... But that's also another thing of like, then I got to talk to you too and hang out. Like, I don't want to talk. <laughs> got to be real I here. I love you. I'm like, Melissa, come do my podcast. You're like, I don't want to talk. No, I'm just kidding. No, like I'm just that. kidding. No, I, I know. Meant, I feel you. I yeah, meant yeah, like yeah, with the Yeah, with, with the, the guys. Dude. Yeah, and then you got to have like small, weird conversation. And it's not easy. Yeah, and they're like, well, I'm not going, not doing too well right now. It's like, I don't want to take care of you. Oh, no. They got, you've had guys or say just that? Like, or no, no, no. Just yeah. kind of be like, yeah, or just like, uh, just figuring things out, you know? It's like, don't bring yeah. that energy here. Yeah, no, dude. I want to hear only <laughs> positive things. Like, I don't care if you've had the worst fucking day on the planet. <sighs> I want to hear only positive things. I know. I know, it's hard. It's really hard. Sorry if I'm, like, s- sleepy. I no, mean, you're this, great, dude. You know please. what? So this new place, I feel like there's a little stuffy energy, and I've been meaning to go get buy a lighter, with light sage. up my sage it, because I do have sage there. Yes. And I wanted to walk through and, like, have awaken be a you know energy creativity laughter i feel like i'm a little sleepy there i get i I think i'm very sensitive to energy as well yeah yes i I felt that when i was visiting the place i was like i think i need to bring in some did someone ever die there no it was just one other dude that lived there who was like some producer for films wow which was good yeah that's great but um but you're yeah, like, I, I feel get like, like I'm a little sleepy. I get sometimes. I'm also on Lexapro. I don't know if oh, I've you told are? You. Yeah. And How do you like it? I'm so, going through, I'm getting off my medicine trying to right good, now. Good for you. No, I want to, no, that's really the thing hard. is I actually love it. It Last spring I started it a year ago and I, and it helped me so much, but I do feel like it, the side effect is sleepiness. Good. Cause I could nap at any time. But that's, but listen, I would rather be tired than yeah. like, I am like feeling like I'm on the brink of a panic attack like 24 seven. It's the worst. Yeah. And I, I've been talking about this a lot on my, on my Snapchat. I've been going through my journey of getting off of Effexor, which I've been on since I was 16. Whoa. Yeah. What's that one? It's a, it's a, like, uh, it's for panic disorder, which I have where I yeah. get really, I have like a, a fear out of nowhere of dying and I'll freak out. And I'll like think I'm dying 100%, call 911, go to the emergency room. Like it's awful. Like your heart starts pounding, you start sweating. Like it's like the fight or flight feeling. And so I would get that all the time. And um, I got put on this medicine when I was 16 and I was at 150 milligrams when I was 16, which was way too much for me. And I was a little person. And then I weaned myself down to 75 over the years. And then I've gotten off of it before excuse me, and I was off of it for like a year and then I had a major relapse. It was like right before Vine came out and I like, I was on Vine and I was doing all these funny videos and stuff and I was actually not on any antidepressant at the time and then I got called into meetings and I got so scared. I was shaking like a leaf and I didn't want to go and I would have panic attacks and I kept booking jobs and I didn't want to do the jobs because I was freaking out and so I was like, I got to take control of my life. So I got back on it and then I was able to do everything again so it works, but also like, 
part of me was like, I feel like I've been on it for so long that my body's almost like rejecting it. Cause I started like not feeling well this year, you know? And mm-hmm. I was like, I've been on it for like, I'm 32, you know? And I've only had one year of a break off of it. And my body just was kind of like, I just felt like my body was telling me it's time to like get it out of your system. Yeah, listen you know? to like that. It like needs a, a chance to breathe. And so weaning off of this drug is like worse than getting off of heroin. It's like one of the worst antidepressants to try to get off of. So I've been taking it really, really slow. And I got was on Prozac with the Effexor to help wean down because that way you don't get as many side effects. And then the Prozac started giving me crazy vivid dreams. And I was like, I can't do this, this Mm. is crazy. So I got off the Prozac and then I went and met with my psychiatrist and she was like, let's try to get you on Pristique, which is like the sister of Effexor. And she was like, it doesn't have any side effects. It's supposed to be really great, blah, 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 blah. I took this Pristique for like three days with the Effexor to get, you know, you take half the Pristique, half the Effexor, and then just the Pristique, right? But I couldn't even get to just the Pristique because the Pristique was so gnarly. Like three days of it, I was like buzzing. Like I couldn't sleep. I was like a crackhead. I was like, get me out of here. So stop that. I've been like on a journey. And now I'm down to like 37.5 Effexor. And I'm taking this supplement called 5-HTP. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's like Prozac, but it's like over the counter. It's like a supplement, like an organic supplement that your body naturally produces, whatever. So it's like St. John's work kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I take that with the with the Effexor right now. Maybe one day I'll hopefully get off of the Effexor. But I don't even know if I can, to be honest. Because I like honestly, like I said, I was driving here and I was like clenching up. Oh, man. It really? sucks. I know, but it's okay not to talk about all my problems. No, no, no. It's good yeah. to talk about. But you, I, I, I just thought of my first um, antidepressant. I don't remember the name of it, but it was kind of when I was on the road a lot after mm-hmm. America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. And I was bombing so much mm-hmm. on the road and alone and feeling just such a hate towards myself. Mm-hmm. And I got on one, but that made me so numb, I couldn't feel anything. And, and not make scary. jokes or anything. Yeah. yeah, I know. And uh, and then I remember weaning off that, and the side effects of, was like buzzing, feeling like brain zaps, yeah, yeah, and like and brain fog. Uh, and don't you feel like you're on like a dream? You're in like a dream. Yeah. Sometimes you're walking That's around, and you're like, I'm not alive. Know. I would like to eventually get off all of Lexapro. Yeah. I, 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 I mean. I feel like I'm in a good pl- grasp of myself now, but it helps. Yeah. Here's the thing: I never want to discourage anyone and tell people, you know, get off of what's helping you. Don't. If you feel like you are doing well and you're happy in your life and you're content, mm-hmm. I always, as someone who's tried almost every antidepressant on the planet and like everything, I've been on everything. You know, stick with it. Okay? Yeah. And I stuck with the Effexor for years because it did yeah. great for me, you know? And I only ever tried to get off of it at different points because I wanted to see yeah. how I functioned without it. And I always told myself, you know, if I don't like the way I feel, I will go right back. And that's not a problem. But for me right now, I was I just started not feeling well. And I noticed when when I de- when I was decreasing it like the physical things that were not feeling well with me started to alleviate a little bit. So I was like, oh, maybe my body's just finally rejecting this effects or after years and years and years of taking it. But, you know, I talked to my psychiatrist. They said, you know, people have been on these drugs since the beginning of time. Like there's old people that are 80 years old that are on Lexapro and Prozac and stuff like that. And like it doesn't do anything. It doesn't hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. So I I, I love it. Yeah. I I love how. My morning mornings are my favorite, Aww. and I feel very silly and like yeah. um, creative yeah. and fun, and yeah. just it's excited in the morning, and I think that's what it does. It's good for you. It's it's good 
to help you because yeah. you know and I always say this to people too like if you had diabetes and you needed to take insulin you would take insulin because mm-hmm. if you didn't you would die okay yes the brain is so sensitive and and everyone is born differently you yep. know and we all have different like there is a such a thing as a chemical imbalance you know and people are born with chemical imbalances yeah and back in the day, everyone goes, well, what about back in the day when they didn't have antidepressants? Back in the day, people went fucking crazy. And, like, people yeah. were t- said that they, you know, they would kill them because they would think they were, uh, you know, possessed or that they were witches or whatever because they were seeing or hearing voices and things like that, yeah. you know? Um, and I have someone very close in my family who, who refuses to take medication and is paranoid schizophrenic. And you can see it. And you're like, oh, so this is a real thing. You know, it's not like something that people just, you know, whatever. I think the health of the brain is so important. Mm-hmm. And it's good that I'm glad you talk about it, you know? Yeah. Because a lot of people look up to you. And I'm trying, and I talk about it on my Snapchat. I'm trying to destigmatize it. Yeah. Because I don't want there to be, I don't want I people. I feel like to, you've always been so always open. So open. Because I don't want anyone to ever feel embarrassed about it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like, I feel yeah, like at a no. time people were like, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want anyone to think I'm crazy. It's like, it's, yeah. That's no. not it. It's not it. Like, it's, it's just people go through things and, and have problems. Yeah. And, and I think for me, getting on it was like, because I was, um, just every every little thing I took personally, and that's something I've always been since yeah. I was a kid. I've always been super sensitive, mm-hmm. and always you know if if someone's joking around, sometimes that hurts, and I can yeah, ha- and it took that weight off of feeling taking everything so he- heavy. Yeah, know? so yeah, it just makes um, you like you can handle life a, lo- a little bit better. Yeah, you have to do whatever is best for you guys in yeah. your life. Listen to your body. Don't be embarrassed. Don't let people shame you. Don't let maybe people make you feel bad. Like yeah. it's your life. It's your journey. And you do what is best for you, whether it be taking medicine, whether it be not taking medicine, whether it be just whatever you have to do. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing. Yep. You know yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and you know like what is good for you. And yeah. don't let anyone else shame you into feeling any other way. Right. Yeah. It's important. Oh, I love you. I'm so glad you came. Yeah, me too. I've always related to you very much because I'm like, she's so funny and quirky, but then I know you have a very deep side. Yeah. And a very emotional, like, you know, you have a lot of depth. And I see that in your drawings and everything like that. So, guys, please, if you're not already following her, you should be. Melissa Villasenor. Melissa, you're, you're, you're. Your Instagram is uh, Melissa V Comedy. Melissa V That's Comedy. That's the comedy world. Yes. And then Melissa V Art is all my drawings. And check out her drawings, you guys. I know a lot of you that follow me are, you know, you relate to me on the anxiety and, and yeah. stuff. And, and her art is so beautiful. And Thanks. it really transcends that message of, yeah. you know, of life, of mm-hmm. real life and real struggle and things that people and go I'm through. And I'm trying to get my book published yes yeah. <gasps> i've been working on that that would be Hopefully. awesome yeah. i know i love it you should sell prints do you sell prints i i i did for a little bit with represent the site they yeah. had a campaign for a little bit but I, I feel like i need to find like an online shop that's constantly just open on yes, my site. yes 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 that's an that's something because I, I know to. people would definitely buy them yeah go to melissa v art check out her artwork on instagram yeah. melissa v comedy melissa thank you thanks for, being for having here. me i love, love you, so you. good you seeing you you look great yay. and penny destroying penny. the place penny Thank you guys so much. Make sure to like and subscribe and uh, make sure to refer this podcast to all of your friends and stay tuned next week on Worse First. Good job, Brittany. I'm so glad you have a podcast.